Welcome to the Heart of the Athlete. This is Reggie Etheridge welcoming you to the radio program for the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring what God is doing in the hearts and lives of coaches and athletes in Idaho. Now, here are your hosts. Well, hello, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA radio show here on 94.1 KBXL. Um, I'm Ken Lewis, the director for FCA here in Idaho, and our guest today on Heart of the Athlete is Jeremy Chamberlain, um, uh, coaches over at NISA. And Jeremy, it's great to have you on the show today. Well, thank you, Ken. Appreciate you having me. Looking forward to spending some time with you here this morning and getting to visit um, about uh, what's going on in, in not only our FCA, but with our, our coaches and our athletes. And, and uh, you know, over here on the Oregon side, we're finally starting to uh, lift a few restrictions and, and we're back on the field playing football and volleyball right now and, and some stuff has started to happen and of course I know you guys on the Idaho side have been doing doing uh your sports for a while but it's, it's just great for these kids to get back to some sense of normalcy yeah that's amen that's that's great for those kids because I know and it's great for the communities too because I know a lot of parents still are not able to to be able to watch and and come into some of the venues but it, it's great for families and well, that's great. And so you coach down there in NISA. What sports do you coach there at NISA? Yeah, so uh, I've been at NISA, um, I think, about 10, 10 or 12 years. Um, coach girls basketball. Um, and then this year, uh, this is the first time I've been back on the football field in about 10 years. But uh, I'm assisting uh, Coach Long on the football field right now. So uh, that's been a, a opportunity that that. I haven't been a part of for a number of years and I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying getting back with a different sport, different, different athletes. Um, so that's been fun. So basketball and football, both. That's great. And you guys had, you've had a, a few little challenges with football. I, I remember talking to you a couple of weeks ago and you guys were running practice. What in the, was it in the parking lot? Yeah. So uh, we finally got the, the green light from, from our state that we could start having practices. Well, the problem was, is we had about a foot of snow on the football field um, and it was just mud underneath. And so the parking lot of the high school was the only place that was cleared off. So the first week of conditioning and skills were just, you know, on the pavement in the parking lot after school, everyone cleared the car out and that's, that's what we're, where we started. And um, so I, I think a lot of schools over here in, in Eastern Oregon, were doing the same thing, using parking lots or locking the road off or whatever they could trying to get the kids um, involved making it happen getting it done ha showing some grit that's awesome that's great coach well and, and you're on uh, also you're involved in fca actually as as a, a board member for ryan seals in the west treasure valley and um, how long have you been on the fca board there with ryan well ryan approached me about three and a half or four years ago and asked um, if i would serve on his board. And at that time, um, he was just getting his, his board put together. Um, he was fairly new to the organization and had just taken over this area and, and was trying to put a board of directors together. And so um, I agreed and it's been a wonderful thing. Ryan's done an amazing job over here in, in Western Idaho and Eastern Oregon. I think he's increased our, our following to like 22 or 24 different schools now, different huddles. You know, from middle school to high school, we have a couple of colleges 
that are involved now. I know at Treasure Valley Community College here in Ontario and uh, up in LeGrand at Eastern Oregon University. Uh, so that's just been a, a really good thing. And then, you know, as far as the board goes, um, um, it's been a really good thing for me and my family as well, because there's other really good individuals on that board. And we've become good friends away from FCA um, as well. And, and so our, our, our families communicate with each other. Um, we hang out together. We do things together. We visit quite often. So it's just been a really good situation, a really good thing to be involved in. Yeah, praise God. Yeah, it's been neat to see God just use all of you guys and use your gifts and talents and, and all the gals over there and, uh, and through Ryan's leadership. Yeah, it's been wonderful, hasn't it? And I know that um, your wife, she teaches over at Vail, the Vail Vikings, right? And how long has she led the FCA huddle over there at, at Vail? Yeah, she, she, she teaches at the rival schools. So, yeah, her and I are at rival schools, which is an interesting dynamic sometimes. Uh, but she's been the FCA leader over there three years. And, uh, of course, right now they're, they're locked down. They can't do any, any FCA at this, at this point unless it's virtual. And so that's presented a challenge to her. But it's been really good because, because uh, you know, she has direct contact with those uh, student athletes. And so me being on the board, if we have an idea or something, we're, we're trying to, um, you know, reach out to those kids and see if they're interested in it. Uh, we talk about a lot of different things and then she can get some input from, from, from her students and her athletes and, and uh, you know, give us some feedback maybe before a plan is finalized. Um, so that's been a really good thing. Yeah, that's great. Well, we sure appreciate her involvement and her leadership there at Vail and, and taking all that over from when Ryan was there as a teacher. And well, Jeremy, I wanted to ask you, I mean, you guys are involved with FCA. You've told us, you know, the things you've been involved in, What's the why for you and your family to be in FCA? And what have you seen the Lord do through the FCA ministry that gives you the why to be involved? Well, you know, being a coach, I get to have access to a lot of obviously student athletes in a different sense or a different view than a regular classroom teacher would see them. And so I think sometimes our job as coaches is, is to teach some life lessons that maybe a regular classroom teacher couldn't get to. And, but sometimes we miss out on opportunities where we could help in our own home church um, because we're at practice, we're with those athletes. And so, you know, there's not a lot of opportunity sometimes to do a, a Bible study with my church group or, um, you know, go to an activity, a, a men's dinner or something like that. Um, and so FCA uh, has given us a really good opportunity to be involved in a, in a Christian group and, and give back, I guess, be, not only, not only does it minister to us, but we get to give back to others. And, and so I think initially maybe it helped fill that void a little bit for, um, for me, you know, it, it acted as, you know, we have the coaches huddles where we can get together and, and, and have fellowship and, and have a small Bible study. And then, you know, we've been to McCall a couple of times for the marriage, marriage counseling and, and, the, and the, the weekend getaway there. And those opportunities uh, for me as a coach and, and my wife are really, really important. And, and so, you know, we just decided that this was an organization that we were going to get behind and that we were going to support. And I think 
just because of where we're at, where I'm at, it, it lends itself better to, uh, to me. I, I, it's something I, I'm with the student athletes every single day. And so I, I can use this organization. I can use my platform as a coach um, to help spread the gospel that way. Um, you know, when I can't maybe do some things after hours at, in my, in my home church. Well, it, it's, I, I just gotta, you know, communicate to you, Jeremy, it's, it's an honor and a blessing to, to come alongside, you know, through Ryan and the, the rest of the staff and the organization to, to really support you and your calling as a coach. And, uh, and as you view that as ministry, and um, that is so fun. It is adventurous, right? <laughs> it's an adventure. It is. Yes. And uh, so thank you. Thank you for all that you do for our community and the kids you pour into and, and, and influence for, for Christ's sake. And, and um, so thank you so much. And I want to, I want to go back a little bit, Jeremy and time and um, tell us how, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in sports and, and, uh, how all that, this interest in, in being a coach, how all, the, how all did that started and how, how did you get involved in sports? Well, as a young kid, uh, just like any other, any other boy, I was, you know, outside in the driveway with a baseball and a mitt or a basketball and a hoop or a football, whatever the season was, right? Just, I was just an average, an average kid. Um, that's, that's what we did in, in our off time. And as I got into school, I had some opportunities to compete in different sports. Um, I ran cross country in high school. I played basketball a little bit in high school. I tried tennis. Actually, Ryan Seal's mom was my tennis coach. Um, I was not the best tennis player in the world. I'll just admit that right now. <laughs> but it was fun. It, it right, It's a lifetime sport. It's something that you can pick up and do later on. And about my junior year in high school, you know, it, it was a realization to me that I can run and jump and do those things, but I don't have the skill set that I needed to really, really, truly compete at the level that, that I wanted to compete at. And so, but one thing that, that I did is, is I had an understanding of what was supposed to happen, when it was supposed to happen, how it was supposed to happen. And so I think that at that point, late in my high school career, I kind of decided that maybe coaching was something I could go into. I couldn't physically go play the sport. I didn't have the right skill set, but I understood the sport well. And so um, right out of high school, I started coaching uh, middle school basketball uh, girls. I did girls and boys both. And it just kind of evolved from there. I did a summer camp for some young, for some young players. Uh, and that summer camp led into my first coaching job and, 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 and teaching job. And it just, it snowballed from there. Um, um, I've done some football on and off over the years. Um, I've helped, helped kind of off off the record with with uh some track kids over the years um just wherever i can i can be a service to to a school or to a district and so that's kind of where i i got you know involved in coaching at is just at a young age understanding what was supposed to happen and and i just decided that was something i was going to go into and and i've loved every minute of it i think i've coached in some capacity for about about 20 or 21 years now hmm. and um um, you know, it's, it's a lot. There's things that I miss out on in the winter, maybe, a uh, some, some families take a winter vacation or something like that. And, you know, ours has been on the basketball court somewhere, but, but you know what, I wouldn't change it. Um, it's, it's been really good. It's been really good for me. Um, I've enjoyed working with, 
all the students and all the athletes um, wherever wherever I've been and, and met some wonderful coaches, some wonderful families along the way that have become lifelong friends. Wow, that's great. Well, folks, if you're just joining us here today on Harvard Athlete, we're visiting with uh, Nissa girls basketball coach and football coach Jeremy Chamberlain, who's also on the FCA board over there in the West Treasure Valley. So, well, well, Jeremy, tell us a little bit about how you gave your life to Christ, how you surrendered to Jesus. Yeah, so I grew up in a household where we, we went to church on Sundays. We said a prayer at dinner time. You know, we, I guess, from the outside looking in, did the things that we were supposed to do, you know, from far away. But it probably wasn't until really I was on my own, Ken, I was on my own and, and living by myself um, and just trying to find my place in the world. Where was I heading? What was I supposed to be doing? You know, what was I going to, was I going to teach school? Was I going to continue to coach? Um, was I going to go into administration? What was I going to do with my life? And, and, and during those few years, I really came to rely on prayer and rely on, um, you know, my communication, my relationship with the Lord a lot, a lot stronger than I, than I ever had before. And so, you know, that was in my early twenties when, when really, even though I was kind of going through the motions before, I think in my early twenties, I really had to make some decisions. I was presented with some situations that looking back, I probably didn't need to be in. I probably didn't want to be in. And, 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 and now I know that, you know, God put me in those situations to, to test me and, and, and see how I was going to react. And, and, um, you know, was I going to give in at that point or was I going to strengthen my relationship with him? And so since then, uh, my relationship with, with Lord's just evolved. It's got stronger. My relationships got better, you know, and when you, when that happens and you find yourself in less and less of those situations where you, maybe you shouldn't be in, you find yourself in situations that there's more opportunities for you. You find yourself in situations where there's other like-minded people, other believers around you, and you don't feel like you're the only one out there on an Island. And so um, I would encourage anyone else that's, that's maybe in that boat that, that, uh, you know, just spend some time, develop a relationship, sit down in the evening and, and, and read your Bible or sit down in the evening and, and, and say a prayer, find some quiet time by yourself and uh, strengthen that relationship with the Lord, because that's where it starts. You just have to develop a relationship. Amen. Amen. You know, Jeremy, you mentioned the importance of reading God's word. I'm just curious about, you know, how is the Lord or maybe where has the Lord directed you in, 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 in the Bible, maybe over the course of this last year, you know, where, how has the Lord spoke to you through reading his word this last year? And is there anything specifically you'd like to share with about that? Yeah, this, you know, this last year has been tough on everybody. Um, families, it's been tough on adults, but man, it's been really hard on, on our youth. Everything that they've known has been ripped from them in the last year with, with COVID, with the shutdowns, with, you know, everything being canceled. And so it, it's really, really been tough on them. Um, but prior to COVID happening, um, we'd gone through a, a Bible study, um, just my wife and I and, and three or four of our neighbors here had, for, had done a little Bible study on Sunday evenings. And, and we'd gone through Revelation um, and, and talked about it and studied that. And we'd gone back and looked at Daniel and some of the things that were presented there. Um, 
but just recently, um, a couple different times, I've I've just had this this voice in my head that says, "Pick up and read Jude," and so I don't, you know, you don't know why, you don't know why, but but I found myself reading Jude, and it's a very short chapter, but there's a lot of stuff in there. But Jude is a really good reminder. Some of the some of the stuff that he says in there is just a really good reminder for us all that that there's going to be temptations. There's going to be things that happen that we can, we have a choice to make, um, which way are we going to follow? And it says in there, it says in Jude that remember that, that the Lord saved Egypt. And I feel like with everything going on with COVID, with the shutdowns, with the lockdowns that right now, our country needs saving. And if he can save Egypt and deliver Egypt, he can do the same thing with us here. And there's a passage in there, and this is really personal to me. It says, be merciful to those who doubt and snatch those from the fire and save them. And I think as a coach right now that that hits home because we have so many youth, so many athletes that are lost right now. Um, they can't get up and go to school. They can't go to practice. They can't hang out with their friends. Everything that they know um, up to this point has been changed. And there's some lost souls out there when, when we're talking with our youth right now. And so, you know, obviously that passage is talking about grabbing non-believers and helping to save them, or maybe believers who've strayed, bring them back from the fire. But I think as a coach, you know, it's speaking to us to go out and grab those athletes that maybe don't have a very good home life maybe don't don't have a place to stay right now um maybe are having some mental health issues grab those athletes right now and bring them in this season maybe is not about winning a state championship or uh performing at you know at the next level this season for us as coaches might be about uh saving a kid's life or uh getting a kid back on the right track before they do something to hurt themselves or hurt somebody else. And so I think that passage out of Jude um, 11 verses 22 and 23 speaks volumes to me. Um, And and I've, I've gone back and I've read that two or three times over the last probably month. Wow. That is so good, Jeremy. So good. You know, back in 2006, Jeremy, that was uh, the FCA camp theme was out of those verses actually. And it was uh, the camp theme that year is for the glory and so as, as you were talking about, it just reminded me of that. And I, I wanted to read those uh, for our audience here on that verse 24 that you mentioned. It says, now all glory to God, who is able to keep you from falling away and will bring you with great joy into his glorious presence without a single fault. And verse 25 says, all glory to him who alone is God, our Savior, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, all glory majesty power and authority are his before all time and in the present and beyond all time amen amen yeah that's that what a great reminder um that no matter what the thicker thin and i I remember that line in that movie facing the giants that coach was saying hey if we win we're going to praise him if we lose we're going to praise him no matter what, yes. thick and thin. Yes. And that's exactly Amen. what you're talking about with these days that we've been struggling. And I think it's been a good thing to kind of boil in, in a ways, you know, I mean, we, we could be all bitter right now, right? Or we could be going, you know what? Okay, Lord, 
You're right. In the good, we're going to praise you. And in the tough times, we'll praise you just as, and even stronger in the tough times. So, yeah, yeah you know, you know, uh, being back on the uh, on the football field, finally over here the last couple of weeks, um, we've actually played a couple of games now. And and uh, what I've noticed is it doesn't matter at the end of the game right now which side you're on, if, if, if your team's ahead on the scoreboard or not, there's such a sense of relief and a sense of, of um, I guess, normalcy um, among these kids, among these coaches. Um, they are just so happy to be back out here um, competing and doing what they love that to a certain point, the end result doesn't matter right now. It's, it's bigger than that. Mm -hmm. Amen. Well, cool. Well, thanks for sharing that. Hey, we just got a few minutes left today, Jeremy. The time always goes by too fast, but I wanted to, I know that uh, Ryan and you have been working on a uh, kind of a new, a new part of a, a new program to, that's, it's very unique. And uh, I know you have a background in agri agriculture and, uh, and so there's this new, it's, it's actually not new, but it's a way to involve people in agriculture with, it's called the STEER program. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? And there might be somebody out there that might want to get involved with it. Right. Um, so, um, I don't know, probably a year ago, uh, Ryan approached me and, and, and kind of just put the bug in my ear about it. And I, I, I kind of did some research on this program. It's called the STEER program. And um, in the last couple of months, we've really come back and, and, and started really looking at this program again. But the longest short of the program is it gives people in agriculture uh, an opportunity to give to missions, whether that's something within their home church, whether that's FCA, uh, whether that's some other organization. But the way the program works is that, is that um, the STEER organization um, has, has money set aside through through donations and sponsors and, and everything that they will help a farmer, a rancher, uh, purchase livestock or, or, um, seeds for crops. And the idea is that once that livestock is purchased or that seed is planted, that the proceeds from that will go back to whichever mission. So in our case, the FCA organization. So for example, if my, my wife and I um, just signed up and, and we um, got two heifers, um, two cows that we're gonna that we're gonna breed and keep and raise just as they were our own. But every year when those animals have calves, the offspring will be sold and those proceeds will go back to the FCA. Um, and so um, it can be done with livestock. It can be done with, you know, corn or alfalfa or onions or sugar beets, um, any crop that can be grown here in, in our area. Um, and there's, there's some different uh, phases and aspects to of it. Um, but, but that's kind of the, the overview of it. And that's what we're trying to get started here. Um, over the next, the next two or three months, we're going to be reaching out to some, to some area farmers and ranchers and, and try to get them on board with this. And, and, and our hopes is that this is a program that once it started here, uh, that we can kind of grow in the Western Treasure Valley. Amen. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. I know we have some folks over here, you know, more towards Napa and Caldwell too. We want to get involved and we want to at least approach and talk to them about it and share that idea. So, well, uh, folks, if you're interested and in, in you are in agriculture and, and we know so many times people in agriculture, they 
they they've got so much so their funds tied up into their crops and their and their their cattle and uh, and they they have incredible hearts very generous folks and they want to they want to contribute to missionaries like you say overseas or someone like Ryan or the FCA ministry in their town um, so folks if you're interested in getting involved with this um, you can go to fcaidaho.org and then you can get a hold of Ryan Seals and get his number and um, or you can call me and you can get my number off of there and then we'll put you in touch with Jeremy and uh, he can explain more how this works and 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 also Ryan so but um, it's a great opportunity. And, and, and Jeremy, I just, man, the time has gone by fast. And I just want to tell you, thanks so much. It's been just a, a, just a great blessing to, to visit with you today, to hear about what God's called you uh, to do in your community and to be a part of that. And so thank you so much for being a part of the SCA ministry there, Jeremy. Well, I appreciate that, Ken. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, it's always good to be able to visit about what's going on in, in FCA and and in sports and and all the above. It's always good to visit with you, and and uh, I just appreciate you reaching out to me this morning. You bet. Well, God bless, man, and you, you folks have a great day. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening today. If you are interested in getting involved with FCA or would like to donate to the FCA ministry. You can contact us through the FCA Idaho website at fcaidaho.org. Join us next week for The Heart of the Athlete, a production of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Idaho and KBXL, The Voice. Yeah.